0: Good evening, everyone. How's it going? All right, um, I'm Abram. I'm normally uh, in there, I'm not normally back here, so I don't see your faces a lot. I usually see the back of your heads, so <laughs> it's a little different, you know. If I see your faces, it's normally when I mess up, so. <laughs> that's normally not good, you know. <laughs> but uh, you know. alright so um, like I said you know my name's is Abram and, uh, I'm married uh, my wife over there Amber and we have a daughter who's 16 uh, Ariel and my son Declan he's he's a two and a half and uh, he's a terror um, like I said you know we've known each other about four years I've been coming here about four years it's the only church that we've ever really well I've ever really went to you know, I've never really been a part of, of any other, of any other fellowship, really. You know, I, I didn't grow up in, in church. Um, I've been, like I said, in the sound room for about three and a half years. Um, so I, I was sitting in uh, Zeke's office. It was one of the times he was calling me names, and uh, we were talking, and I was sharing with him how I, one day I felt like, you know. I'd like to to try this and you know to try sharing the word of God and and uh, he said you know what you're going to trip out on this I said what and he said you know I was going over the summer series and you know I was praying about who to put on there and he said and, you know your, I wrote your name first on the list and he showed me the paper and, and I was kind of a, you know alright well let's pray about it and he would tell me alright you know pray about it but I already know what the answer is so <laughs> you know, but pray about it, you know. <laughs> so here I am, you know, and so um, before we get in the Word of God, let's let's pray. Lord, I, I thank you for this opportunity, Lord, to share your Word. Uh, I thank you for, for all you do, Lord, and I just pray, Lord, that you help me, Lord, just convey your Word, Lord, how, how you'd have me, how, you, how you'd have me do it, Lord, and Lord, I just thank you, Lord, for for everybody who's here tonight, Lord. And I just pray, Lord, that you open their hearts, Lord, to to what they'd hear tonight, Lord, and what you've been sharing with me, Lord. And I just thank you for everything, Lord, and in your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, well, I'm going to be reading. I know it's a little different than everybody else, but I normally read out of the NIV. It's what I'm comfortable with, so it might sound a little different than what everybody else is used to. But we'll go ahead and read... Uh, let yeah, see verses 9 through 24. Okay. 119, I'm sorry. Apologize for that. How can a young man keep his way pure? By living according to your word. I seek you with all my heart. Do not let me stray from your commands. I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. Praise be to you, O Lord. Teach me your decrees. With my lips I recount all the laws that come from your mouth. Rejoice. I rejoice in following your statutes. As one rejoices in great riches, I meditate on your precepts and consider your ways. I delight in your decrees. I will not neglect your word. Do good to your servant, and I will live. I will obey your word. Open my eyes that I may see wonderful things in your law. I'm a stranger on earth. Do not hide your commands from me. My soul is consumed with longing for your laws at all times. You rebuke the arrogant who are cursed and who stray from your commands. Remove from me scorn and contempt, for I keep your statutes. Though rulers sit together and slander me, your servant will meditate on your decrees. Your statutes are my delight. They are my counselors. Okay. So, covering verse, verse 9, I, I, I looked at that and I... I read it, and how it reads is it, it, it's a question and, a, and an answer. And so, it, when I read it, it said, "How can a young man keep his way pure by living according to your word?" I mean, it's right there. I mean, the answer is right there to the question. And it, and it kind of sounds simple when you read it, you know. When I read it, at least it it sounded real simple to me. You know, all right, yeah. But then, as, as I thought about it. I wondered how long it took the psalmist here to, to get from the question to the answer. Because I know like in, in my life, in my walk with the Lord, it, it, it took me a while to realize you know, where, where I need to be. And so I, I started wondering if the psalmist went through the same thing. I started wondering if, if he wrote down the first part, and then thought about you know what it, what it took to get him there, or did he write it down and then put the pen down and then go and and, and and live life and you know develop scars and you know have you know go through some hurt and then come back and say, Lord, I, 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 I need you. I need I, the only way for me to stay pure is in your word and. And then going back and finishing off this verse, and so it was like, how how can a man, a young man, keep his way pure? And and I, I went to that, you know. And there, there's times, you know, when, when even when you're comfortable, even when things are going good, even when things are going going well, and 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 you kind of kind of you know you don't step away from the Word of God, but. You might be like, well, things are going good. You know what I mean? Like, why, why, mess with, why mess with what's going on now? But you're really not living a pure life. You're not living the life the Lord wants you to live, you know, when you're not in his word. I mean, that could happen too. I mean, I kind of, I went a lot of different ways on this, on this verse. And and I remember, like, uh, there was a few years back, you know, when I first started coming here, I was coming to the men's Bible study, and and it wasn't this exact question, but it was something similar. It was something I can't remember what it was, but it was something along the lines of, of uh, you know how 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 a man could be a uh, you know you know the spiritual leader of his house, you know, the priestly dad or husband, you know, and and I was I was I was listening to them talk, and I was like, okay, you know, so I kind of raised my hand. I was like. You know, because like I said, I didn't grow up in church. I didn't know. And and I don't mean to like dog on anybody that, you know, that were my examples growing up. I love those people. You know, I I, I always will. You know, I know that they did the best they could. But I asked, I said, what does it look like? How am I supposed to know what it looks like? I, I don't have any examples. I don't know what it looks like. And the gentleman that I was talking to, he 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 looked at me and he he directed me to the Word of God. And so this, it kind of made full circle, I guess. You know, when I uh, when I got to this verse, it it was like, wow, that's what he was talking about. You know, by living according to the Word of God. You know, the Word of God, it's not. It's not just ink on some paper, you know. I, I know we all know that. It's not just just words that are that that you know we read or, 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 or yeah we read them, but it's not just it's not just print. You know, it's alive. And you know, studying for this, I, I, I've I, I I mean, it has the Word of God has come to life to me in in my walk with the Lord a lot, but it really came alive to me. And when I, I was reminded, you know, from Second Timothy 3 16 through 17, that all scripture is God breathed, useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, training, and righteousness, so that the man of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. You see, the word of God is our example, it's our example for a pure life. I mean, it equips us for every good work, for everything that he'd have us do. It's it's something that we depend on. It's something that, that that we rely on. Verse ten, you know, it says, I seek you with all my heart, do not let me stray from your commands. And that goes alongside of verse nine. Because when we're in his word, when we're really living according to his word, you know, you you don't really want to stray. You know, you don't, you, you won't. We seek him, you know, we seek him through his word with all our hearts. And that's what keeps us close to him. And and moving on to verse eleven, you know, guarding our or we hiding your word in my heart. I've hidden the word, your word, in my heart, that I might not sin against you. You see, I mean, hidden. I read that and I thought, okay, yeah, I understand. You know, we're to share the word of God. It's not what's hidden. I believe, is guarded. His word is guarded in our hearts. But I, I kind of got this cool picture in my head about it because his word's guarded with his word. Like it overlaps. You know, his word, it, it's just protected by his word, his promises. His promises that, you know, when we mess up or whatever, you know, that... Through the blood of Jesus, you know we're we're forgiven and our sins they aren't counted against us, because of the Lord, because of what He's done. So we praise Him. He teaches us His decrees. I got this cool picture in my head, another one. I got a lot of cool pictures from, you know, reading this. you know. I'm going to be a painter, you know. But I got this picture when I read decrees, you know, because I know, you know, and, and, you know, Zeke coached me through this, you know. So if it's too bad, you could blame him, you know. (laughs) (laughs) But but seriously, though, when I read decrees, you know, we kind of like bounced that word, you know, because, like I said, I you know I, I'm I'm reading from the NIV, uh, and when I got when I looked at when well I looked it up, when I had this image of like a knight, a knight coming in, and you know they, they're running, they're riding the town on a horse, and they're all in their armor and everything, and they go, and they you know they go to you know to do a tree or whatever, and they you know, hammer on the thing on there, and they're like, "Hear ye, hear ye!" You know, and by order of the of the King, the Lord Jesus Christ, you know. Issues his decree, and you know, here's his decree. You know what I mean? And then I I got even deeper into that picture, and it was like, well, who's his knights? And that's us. You know what I mean? It was, it was a cool picture that that I had and, and that I have now, and and I was really glad to share it with that with everybody, because where's knights? You know what I mean? You talk about, you know, know, putting on the armor of God. I mean, that's the armor that that night I seen in my head was wearing, you know. It's him. After reading his decrees, his orders, we could say with our lips that we recount or consider his laws that come from his mouth. If we're not in His Word, then how could we know? How how, how could we know what, what His? How could we even consider His laws, if if we don't get into His Word? I mean, His Word. It it carries a. It carries great weight, great importance. He, um, you know, we have to remember you know, what the Word says in, in, in John 1 through 14. The Word became flesh and made His dwelling among us. We have seen His glory, the glory of the one and only, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. You see, Jesus is the Word. Jesus makes our lives pure, and so you know we rejoice in that you know as verse fourteen says, you know, I rejoice in following your statutes as one rejoices in great riches. we rejoice in that, and i and isn't that true? I mean I remember, you know, when, when, when I finally surrendered to the Lord. And this is kind of funny. You know, I was, you know, I was, in, I was in this tent with straw and all kinds of things, kind of like something from the movies. And, uh, you know, I, I, was, I was in this tent, and, you know, it was kind of funny because, you know, I, was, I thought Jim was messing with me because I told him, you know, they were playing mighty to save, and we just sang that song together. That was kind of crazy. We were singing that song, and I remember looking at the worship team. As they, were, they, were, they were singing the song, and I was looking at their faces, and I was looking at, at what they you know, and listening to what they were singing. I had the paper. I didn't. That was the first time I heard the song, I had the paper in my hand. I was reading it and trying to, you know, I didn't know any of the words, you know. But I was looking at the worship team, and I seen on their faces like they had this peace. You know? And I, I didn't have that at that time. They had they had this look on their face. They, they were full of joy. They were smiling and I was it was a pure smile. It was it wasn't like a fake one that I always had done. You know, it was it was it was pure. It was and I and I remember saying to myself that's that's what I want. That's that's what I want. I remember saying, Lord, that's what I want. So I went up to the, to the preacher when they were done, and I said, I need a do-over. And, and you know, we prayed together, and, and that's when I, when, I, when I finally, you know, surrendered to the Lord. And, and I'm not going to, this isn't a joke, you know. Matter of fact, last Sunday evening, me and Donnie were talking about this, and I could feel my face. I could feel the muscles in my face, like I was smiling, I was like, Whoa, like this, like just this change. And I was just so overjoyed. I, 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 I really can't. I mean, I'm sure a lot of us know that joy. You know what I'm talking about? And going back to this verse about one, one who rejoices in great riches, I mean, I remember telling people, I can't, if I won a lottery right now, I. I, w- I couldn't get any happier. And, and, and I still feel that way. I mean, because. I, I, mean, I mean, somebody could give me enough money to change my life. Anybody here. Anybody here could get enough money that would change their life. I mean, yeah, you know what I mean? It could do that. Money could change your life. But Jesus could change your eternity. And that day, my direction, my eternity was changed forever. And I rejoiced. I, I couldn't get any happier. I couldn't, I, I couldn't have any more joy. I mean, I imagine when I get to heaven, I'll have, you know, twice that joy. But right now, now that when, I, when I'm here... I, 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 my eternity changed. And so, I mean, how could I rejoice more than that? So, verse 15, I meditate on your precepts and I consider your ways. You know, I, 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 I looked up the word precepts. I mean, I kind of knew what it meant from reading it, but, you know not really all that smart so I I had to look it up and I'm glad I did I'm glad the Lord prompted me to look up that word because it reads as a command or direction given as a rule of action or conduct Now Jesus said in Matthew twenty two thirty six through 40, the greatest commandment is to love, your neighbor, love your God with all your heart and with all your soul, with all your mind. Well, with all your soul, with all your mind. Mine didn't, my version didn't say heart. So. This is the first and greatest commandment. The second is like it, love your neighbor as yourself. And all the law and prophets hang on these two commandments. So these are... Precepts. These are what Jesus said is, is is the greatest commandments or commands or precepts. Now, isn't that something to consider? So I, I asked myself, I said, how can I love you more, Lord? How can I love my neighbor more? Show me, Lord. And and, and it just, on my heart, you know, He just, both of these two commandments, you know, they start with love. And I was like, love. So I, 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 you know, meditate on this love. And consider those ways. Consider all his ways, but those ways, you know. And, and, and to love each other, and to love even those who, who who would even come against us. It's his orders. It's his decrees. We delight in his word that we don't neglect. And in doing those things, and in having the Lord, we. We, we keep our ways pure. You see, so I, I went through the first eight verses, or, well, nine through 16. And I read them, and they it, it kind of read to me as one who is, the the psalmist is just in awe of the Lord. And it seems like, you know, through the whole the whole psalm, the whole chapter, he, he, he's all about the Lord. But in covering these two, these two different sections of it, these two, these two parts of the Hebrew alphabet, the 17th through 24, it, it kind of seemed to me that the, the, the tone changed. It kind of seemed like the, 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 the psalmist was going through something and was, was crying out to the Lord. I don't know. I mean, maybe that's how I just took it. I don't know. Because when he says, do good to your servant and I will live, I will obey your word, it's, it's, it just reads as a, as a cry to me. And I started thinking, you know, about you know my life and things that that I go through, and I realized that God always does good. I, I understand that, but at the same time, I know sometimes you know in, in our lives we go through things, and and they could be, a, they could be hardcore, you know, I mean they could be hard. But in these things, God's still doing good. And I'm gonna share something with you that's really it's really kinda kinda personal, you know, in my life. Well in my life, my my family. You know, I, 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 I prayed for a for a long time, you know, for, for, for my son. I prayed for his son, I, I did. I mean, I love my family, I love my wife, and I love my daughter. I love the way things were then and, and the way things are now. But the Lord prompted me to pray for a son, and I did. And so he's an awesome little boy. He bounces off the walls. He, he's something else. But in these last few months, we've noticed he's kind of you know, regressed in certain areas and Or or hasn't progressed in other areas. You know, we we started realizing that, you know, he's not even trying to talk. And so even now, you know, we still don't know anything. You know, we've just been going with the flow and doing and praying about it and and taking him to the appointments. He's in, you know, play therapy and different things. And the doctors, you know, they're evaluating him. You know, know it could be anything, it could be autism, a form of autism, a delay. You know, it, it could be anything. And, you know, when I, the first appointment that we went to, and I thought, hey, you know, he's just, you know, he's just not ready yet. But then they kind of said a few things and bummed me out, you know. I was like, man, it's a possibility. And, 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 you know, really bummed me out. You know, I, I left that day just bummed. So I prayed about it for a while. And, you know, I I could have cried out to the Lord. I could have said, Lord, why is this happening? Why, why, why? And a lot of people would, and, you know, understandably so, you know. But God was doing good. Because I understand that had He gave us this issue to deal with, five years ago, six years ago, when... When, when, when I wasn't there when, I, wasn't, when I, I didn't have the Lord to lean on I mean physically I would have lived but inside I would have died I wouldn't have been able to handle it but he gave us this issue at the right time and so even in this issue it's, he's doing good you know, I, I, I'll never forget the day I, I, I was really praying hard about it. And I said, I, I was like, Lord, I, I can't handle this. You know, I, I can't. I, w- Lord. And he put it on my heart, you know. And, I, and it was kind of funny, you know. I mean, I just felt this on me that he said, you know, Abram, if if there is an issue, if there is something really wrong with them." Are you going to love him any less? And I said, no. No. You know, so it was like, Lord, you know, you, you, you showed me that. And so even through a harsh situation like I think the psalmist was going through, he was doing good. He was doing good in his life. See, he opened our eyes that we may see wonderful things in his law. <coughs> he is my law. And I, and I see wonderful things in him because of his word. You know, in, in going through the hard times, and going through trials like this, you know, you know, one could say, how are you handling this so well? How are you not freaking out? Like I said, five or six years ago, I would have been freaking out. I would have lost my mind. But this falls back on the next verse. I'm a stranger on the earth. I'm a stranger. You know? We stick out. We stand out because the Lord does good in our lives because we have Him. He doesn't hide His commands from us. So we long long for him. Next verse says, my soul is consumed with longing for your laws at all time." You know, imagine, I mean, I know we all get busy and we all seek the Lord. We all, especially if we know him well, we we seek him. But this kind of put me in check because it says longing. You know, it says longing. And and I started thinking, what would my life look like? I mean, yeah, I love the word of the Lord. But what would it look like if I truly just longed for him all the time? Like, to the point of like, where where you're just always hungry. You know, I mean, I'm sure we all have been hungry. We all want to eat. You know, nobody likes to 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 starve. You know, or, or but longing, being hungry for more of His Word. I mean, there's some mornings where I'm getting ready for work and it's like, all right, I got to get ready for work and I'm, I overslept, you know? And I'll get the Word of God and I'll read, you know, something short, you know, real devotional, but it's like, that's crackers. You know what I mean? It's good, it's good to have. But I, I notice there's, for the most part, I want meat. You know what I mean? I want, I want, you know, I want a steak. You know, I want Thanksgiving. <laughs> you know, my wife's laughing because she... I always want Thanksgiving, like, even in the Word and even... But n- really, though, I mean, how, what would our lives look like? Consumed, with longing for more of him. And I, I kind of, you know, I looked up a couple words in the dictionary and they're online or whatever. And some of them are easy words, but I wanted to see consumed because I know, you know, eat to, you know, eat and to take in. But I looked this up and I thought it was really cool because one of the short little definitions of, of consumed is to be absorbed. And so it's kind of funny because I often like think of my walk with the Lord like I'm like a sponge, you know. And I go in his word, and I get saturated. You know what I mean? they just, just just soaked. And there's times where I'm like that, where I'm soaked. And, and, and then, you know, the Lord's like, oh, squeeze me out, Lord. And, like, you know, the Lord uses us in crazy ways, and it's like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm being... I'm being, you know, drenched out, and then he puts his back and then, you know, back again. And then there's times where it's like I'm just staying there and he's doing both at the same time. i in the Word and then, you know, and he's squeezing at the same time so it's like I can never lose that, you know. But then there's times when I get busy, like I said, and it's, I'm over here. I'm close to it, I'm around it. But I'm over here. And you can kind of feel yourself dry up. You know what I mean? And I don't know if anybody has ever really squeezed a dry sponge, but it just breaks. You know what I mean? It just it just crumbles like to pieces. And that's what, that's what happened. I don't know if, if I'm the only one, but I know I'm not. But that's what happens though. We just fall apart without him. Without his word, we fall apart. And I, I, I I've had this picture in my head for a long time that I'm like a sponge. And so when I read this, it was like, oh, that's cool. You know, it just fit. And God's good, you know. Because I couldn't have come up with this on my own. It's the Lord. You know, and I know, you know, there's... Really no excuse to be right here. Because he keeps us right in here. And his next verse is this next verse. Verse twenty one. He says, You rebuke the arrogant who are cursed and who stray from your commands. I kind of got a broken heart by reading this verse. I know God does this. I, I, I know he does. But it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking to, to when you think about somebody who's so arrogant that they wouldn't come to Jesus. I mean, we all know people who we pray for that that don't know him, and we love those people. Well, I thought about how, how God must love these people. And he calls in, he says they're cursed. And he rebukes And I know we all, we all know people who stray from the Word of God. I know we all know people who probably have served the Lord, you know, with all their heart. And for whatever reason, they, they, they went back to where they, to where they were at. I remember, you know, somebody very close to me who served the Lord. When he strayed, I remember sitting right over there and I was crying. I, I was weeping for this, for this young man. And if it broke my heart that bad, if it breaks my heart that bad, I know it breaks the Lord's. I know it breaks God's heart because i know it's it's so easy so easy to stray i mean since i have truly surrendered to the lord i'm his but for somebody to stray it's it's something that could happen like that quick and if they're not in his word if they're not planted in it they could just fall so we need to encourage each other stand by each other and, and, and be in his word you know I was thinking about how easy it is for somebody to slip. I mean, because it's so easy to say, man, why did they, you know, they knew better. And and I've said that about people too, you know, people who I know who have went back. I'm going to tell you something that happened to me the other day. You know, I was with a buddy of mine and, you know, we really weren't out doing nothing, you know. And I normally keep a a, a a a cooler of water with me. You know, I, I I have I drink a lot of water. But back in the day, you know, I used to drink a lot of other stuff. <laughs> and so, I went to go to my car. I come back, and next to my cooler, it was empty. But it was an empty, it was an empty bottle of beer that was there. And I was like, "What's this?" You know, and he said, you know, he goes, oh, you know, it, was, it had decorations on it, whatever. He goes, oh, I thought you might like it, and, you know. So I, I didn't, I wanted to be rude, but I didn't want to be rude, so I said, all right, whatever, you know. So I, I, I said, I'll throw it away later, put it in the cooler, and whatever. So I get home, and I'm thinking, I have this stupid thing in my cooler still. And so I'm like, I didn't want anybody to think that I, was, that I drank it, you know. So uh, I get home, and I'm like, oh, man, you know. I went into, like, special ops mode. You know what I mean? <laughs> I went in the house. I snuck in. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? All right, you know, I, you know. I go to the, to the, to the put my cooler down but in the kitchen, looking at the trash. Oh, I got to throw. Well, I don't just want to throw the bottle in there, because then they're going to open it. Where did this come from? I'm like, oh, no, man. They think I did this, man. Oh, man. My wife's going to hit me. You know, no, she wouldn't. She, <laughs> she wouldn't. <laughs> She would. But it was going through my head, like, I gotta, you know, man, I gotta get rid of this thing. So I go and I get like two Walmart bags that we had sitting in there. So I'm gonna put in two, because one's not good enough, you know. <laughs> and so I get two Walmart bags and I have them like this, so I can look them over there. And my daughter's coming in the other room, I'm like, oh man, I close them like you know. And I go back and forth and I close it, and I'm like, man, she won't leave the room, man, you know. So finally she leaves. And I go there to grab it, right? I put my hand in there. And it's empty, you know, but it's with my cold water. So I pick it up, and you know what? That thing was cold. That took me back. It was the first time I think I'd ever, since I came to the Lord, that I I, I picked up a cold bottle. I mean, it was empty. And I didn't want to like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go to the bar now. No, it wasn't like that. It was more like it took me to this verse, and it's like, it's that easy. It's that easy. Had it not been planted in the Word, had 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 had, had I not have not been been grounded in His Word, maybe I would have. You know, maybe I would have. And it gave me a heart for people who stray. It gave me a heart for people who 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 never show. It gave me a heart for the arrogant, because it was like. It's that easy, you know, and once you do stray, it's hard to come back. you know it, it it's it, had I went and did that, I'd have been so embarrassed. you know, I know the Lord would have would have forgiven me, but I would have been full of shame and so I was thinking about those who stray those who, who, who knew him who walked with him and, and who looked to, or at least had the appearance of having a strong walk with him I, I, I looked at that and I said man you know I gotta pray for these people It's, it's, it's that easy. It's that easy. All it takes is, you know, grabbing an empty bottle or, or smelling something in a parking lot. You know, it's, it's that easy. But I know it's this word... It's his word that keeps my way pure. I know that he reminds us that all scorn and contempt, he removes all scorn and contempt for we keep his statutes. We keep his word. That's why we don't go back. I used to pray that all the time. Lord, I don't want to go back. Keep me, Lord. Keep me, Lord. In the beginning of my walk with him, keep me, Lord. I don't want to go back. I don't want to go back. Keep me, Lord. I remember walking down the the uh, in the grocery store and seeing the the Booze Island. To this day I haven't walked down it. He removed He removed from me scorn and contempt. Because I keep his statutes now. Verse 23 says that rulers sit together and slander me, they slander us. See, a walk, even though walking with the Lord, it doesn't make life in this world any easier. You know, we're strangers. People don't like what's foreign, you know. They don't like anything different. We stand out. You know, all you got to do is turn the news and you could see this happening right now. You could see people slander the, the Christian and slander the word of God. But you know, as Pastor Zeke has been telling us and has been sharing with us to do times like these, stay the course. Stay the course. And when we do, when we stay the course and we stay in his word, you know, we get a peace even when people come against us, as it happens, it's happening, but God's with us, so the peace that comes with that, you know, he reminds us. that his statutes are our delight. So even in times of trouble, times like this verse 17 to 24, I I really feel the psalmist was going through something. And even going through that, we delight in his statutes. We delight in his his word. We delight in his laws. the statutes are a delight and they give us counsel it's his word his word Jesus is what keeps us pure he is the word he's He's everything. So just just keep to that. Hold on to that. You know, I don't know. I don't know if anybody here is needed to be reminded of this but I know I did I know it, it's so funny just this maybe just like that much in words <laughs> but it changed my life his word you know, it changes our eternity. God is good. So, um, just meditate on those things. So, um, well, that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> all right. Let's pray.